Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. <laughs> for so goddamn long and didn't even know it. And the war that was waged against us was obviously a war for the mind, a war for the perception, a war for the belief systems, a war for the ideologies of every goddamn man, woman, and child that's been sitting in front of that motherfucking television every day of their fucking life for basically as long as they have fucking lived. That war has been waged against us with such a ferocity, such a vicious ferocity, and we didn't even perceive it, let alone know it, identify it, call it out for what it is. And when I say we, I'm referring to the human species as a whole. Obviously, there are people throughout the generations, in the last 30 years, for instance, 40 years, who have been awake, who've been telling people, who've been doing things like many of us on BitChute do, etc., etc. And they're the ones that have been ridiculed, called the fucking conspiracy theorists, and all the other fucking ridiculous shit that has come out of the minds, or the mouths, of the, the unaware, the mind control, the people who are suffering from the perception deception. Perception deception. Expecto Patronum! If you want to talk briefly about, because we've been working within his model, I don't know if you want to talk about any assumptions that he's made, which we don't know these things, if they affect anything, or I don't know if that's something you want to talk about briefly. I think there's a number of assumptions that he makes right from the off. And I think, I'm, you know, the first one I mentioned in the pre-call is that he assumes that... Well, even the assumption that there is a crater at all is is one big assumption, isn't it? We call it the absent landlord. Yeah. <laughs> is it, When you say, is there any signs of a creator, what are the signs besides the control system itself and, and the obvious fed-in narcissism of it all? I don't... Maybe I'm going, well, up, going off on another tangent here, but... No, 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 because it makes sense. Because, you know, I, I mentioned my quote about the demiurgic system and I've written on it. That's why I use the term demiurgic system and not demiurge. I'm not saying that it isn't literally a demiurge, but I use demiurgic system just because I don't know it. Just I just pull it back one level from perhaps where he, the way he's putting it. And but so you and I are seeing it from this point of view where we don't know this assumption. Well, but his, but, but his argument, because most people in the act realm, not necessarily not necessarily Christians, but they talk about you know natural law coming from the Creator, like Mark Passio, Mark Devlin, almost everyone in the act realm, almost all of them have some idea of the Creator and them being benevolent. 
And so for you and I, we, we can talk about this assumption and maybe say demiurgic system rather than demiurge or whether it's a machine, whether there actually is or an absent landlord. But if most people do accept the creator and it doesn't have to be, but maybe they also accept a benevolent one, then they do have to face up with this argument that he's presented about what the state of man means, the way we're made and what that says about the creator. So I think it is, we can see the assumption, but if there are people listening who do believe in the, an, an actual creator for definite, like I'm, I'm very like you were going to ask me to bet. I'd probably bet there was. But if people are operating fully within the system of the thought of the creator, with whether it be natural law, whether it be the cosmos for sync, doesn't even have to be a creator, but this higher power which is above, which is controlling these things in some regards. That even the cosmos and synchromysticism, I think, applies. These people do have to face up to his argument square in the face yeah i think the problem is is that everything is like it's like layers of an onion and you have crossovers between the different layers and it's every thought bubble that you have within each layer is it has a, a chain of tangents that maybe cancel out a lot of the things so i mean what i was what i was going to say is, is he so he is assuming that we were made as we were and on purpose basically to be fed on but when i look back at some of what i've been looking into and say like a civilization you know what my my thing is civilization is the domestication so if civilization is the domestication it's the domestication that has brought man to the point of what rmp himself is actually seeing so uh, and the fact that it, it is a, a physical domestication and civilization is in the physical world it does not imply to me the touch of a creator in that part of it you know what i'm what i'm trying I, to get at here but I, then sorry but then i'm also i always think about the meat suit side aspect of it which again plays into the rebellious meat puppet but is the the meat suit the created part by the repugnant being but the soul not so it, it, this is you know all these questions and all these things that intertwine but they all interplay off each other. So just drawing from like, cause I've, I've watched a lot of his videos quite a few times and he does talk about using the word God. So he says, well, say there's, we're talking about a higher source, not the, the creator of this construct, but a higher source that people think may be the good thing, but we're just cut off from. And the point he makes is, so if we move, if we separate out the creator from the people who have maybe a parasite that's fucked us over. Maybe just put it as a parasite which has taken over, which has now made us into this state and separate that from the creator. He still then makes the point, okay, and we could link this to maybe before the domestication of man, we could put it in that way, but we were still made in such a way that we're so easily manipulable, m manipulated and this, whatever this source is, doesn't do anything about it. So even if we separate out the creator from actually the one doing the programming and the trauma and things, and we take that away from him and we put it onto a parasite or even entities like real world people, say, say it is the Rothschilds, whatever people want to say, who have created this control system. We do seem to be made to be extremely susceptible into it by the way we come into the world. I think his argument still stands. It doesn't put the direct blame for the trauma and abuse on it, but it, it comes back to your absent landlord idea. Like, so even if we make it the absent landlord, then why the fuck does this source or whatever, why has why it never done anything to help us?
and he does talk about that a lot in other videos. I think he, he just doesn't cover it in this this video. So I, I still think even then a lot of his arguments would kind of stand if we're accepting any kind of source or something benevolent. And if it can't act, then what kind of source is it? It's just like, I, it's just a meaningless thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the thing is as well, is when you look at where the narrative or the mainstream narrative has obviously been heading, I mean, it, it's quite, it's always been interesting to me. So this interplay between scientism and the church and obviously being set up the, the two sides of the same coin idea and two sides of the same cult. But when you look at obviously the scientism angle is diminishing the God. So it's basically destroying the creator, isn't it? So it's taking it out of the equation. Where's the third option? Where's the, the, where's the, this is one thing I, I think about is this dichotomy of, basically we have a, dico a dichotomy of evil God and no, and no God at all. <laughs> Don't we, when you, when you're looking at, looking objectively at the actual, see what I'm saying? The actual dichotomy itself. So the actual religions, you've come to the, you've come to the point where we think the creator's doing this to us. Yeah. If it's a creator, then it's evil or, or whatever it's do whatever reasons it's doing what it's doing to us and then on the flip side we've got the the system teaching everybody that there is no god at all it's crazy stuff to me i mean i could probably add to my old statement and say what seems to matter most of a demiurgic system is we either worship it its construct or one of its agents be on the light side and the dark side and even if they now denying god we're still getting work we're, we're most atheists worship the state or they worship one of its agents. We're still... Oh, there's always an agent, for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's like we're worshipping part of this hierarchical system of control, whether there is something at the top or not. And I think that is the most important thing. I think it's like in 1984, you know, as long as the system perpetuates itself, it doesn't matter if they acknowledge the god or not. Even if there is a creator, he can go, well... I just take a back step. I don't care if people, but it doesn't actually like people believing in me was useful for perpetuating my system for a time. The most important thing is the people produce whatever I, I want for my system, or I still get to watch their torment. We then push away the existence of God, even as an idea. And we're still operating within assuming he exists, but the system is now being run where we're not going to know about him. We'll be taught to deny it. The same system of control, which is set in, uh, place is still functioning in the way that he needs it to function yeah but yeah it's it's just a real old it's just a real old shit show but again i'm i'm not saying he's right about everything but i think he offers a perspective and an insight especially if people are holding the a lot of the assumptions which he is giving a completely different view on that is worth people listening into but just be careful <laughs> i don't think the rebellious meat puppet is for everyone and i would add the other warning when i first started listening to his stuff i wasn't in a particularly good frame of mind and i found it very hard like i'm now i've been listening to his stuff for so long now that i'm used to it but i found it very hard to listen to it first a lot of his videos and if you're in a dark frame of mind, it probably was some of it, like he does stuff when he's in a real bad state of suffering. And I was listening to that when I was in the same state and it was really hard. But when you're in that state, it will speak to you more probably directly. And whether that's a good or a bad thing is probably a question up for each person. Because I think 
it may even made my steak worse at the time, but it helped me to understand it. And I'm now better able to deal with those kind of thoughts or ideas or even those emotional states. But I would just, I would put out, I highly respect his thoughts and his work, but I would just warn people that it may not be for you doesn't have to be for you if you have some very strong beliefs or faith in certain spiritual ideas and you don't want to doubt you you're happy with those and you and those are things that help you then again i would think about it before it might it might not be for you and you if you have those things and you lose them it can be a very very long and difficult thing to deal with and i'm not saying that i don't know for definite that it's better not to have those things so I would just put that, for the sake of the word, that caveat out there that I think it's extremely good work, thought-provoking, and it's helped me. But there is a struggle and there is some, there can be some darkness, I guess, that comes with it. So it's just, I'm just offering it because I think it's good work worth taking in. And there will be plenty that people who are hoax aware will probably disagree. And you can, but I would also suggest that it's worth understanding that his work is about a certain more of a psychological and spiritual aspects of who we are in the condition rather than the technical details of the hoaxes he makes big light of going and smashing the perceptions and the beliefs that are intertwined in your mind and also that it's going to be very dark and painful it's going to be a battle to get through that and though you've just I don't know, say the word caveated it again or as a warning to people. I personally think that you have to, part of this is fighting the darkness, isn't it? Inside you, on the thoughts, on, on things yeah. like this. Because if you don't, how, how are you ever going to progress anyway? Otherwise, if you keep this fluffy type thinking, you know, we're going back to all this new agey type stuff where everybody's most of the act realm or the David Ike level people and all this kind of thing. Yeah. They are they're all stuck in that fluffy I'd just call it fluffy thinking. It really is all it's it's cotton wool thinking. Yeah, don't don't worry they're well <laughs> don't be worried that they're fucking you up the ass, but you know, it's it's all a dream. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Part of my part of my language out there, but it's the most direct way I could put it. I think it's part of the journey. Is you get to a certain level of thinking, and and you you, you know you've got to go through that. You, you can't hide from the dark aspects. And there is other people we've had been acquainted to over the last year or so that I see that this very thing is what what they do they'll dig up some of the black pills and they might work through one of them or even two of them but then they'll put the rest down and or don't want to face it so in other words they're being noticed but they're not being worked through and what are the what are the implications for these things so wait yeah exactly if and if we again taking if someone has the belief or the faith or they think the knowledge or whatever word or they're working in the model of a benevolent creator then he is offering from within that construct like the blackest pill to consider like he's just so and that's the only reason i caveat it because i think it's been very good for me especially with my background i came from if we go back to that i haven't used it for a long time this idea of this double ratchet and if someone's, I don't want to say this in an arrogant way, but someone, if that level of, to go through that level of black pill, that dark night of the soul, 
is too much for them then I don't want to be I don't want to be responsible for that that's the only reason I caveat it and I may be making too big of a deal with it because it's only from coming from my perspective and background and the state I was in at the time because I started listening to this stuff at the very beginning of this crap when I was like in not a very good beginning of the I, I was listening to it all, all the way through like the first severe lockdown yeah and I was not in the best frame of mind and it was a it was it was i found it difficult others if they're not they don't see it that way it may be it may be nothing for them to listen to it but i just wanted that's the only reason i'm offering that caveat is for some people it may be nothing listening to it for others who maybe you are deeply within the construct which he's offering black pills about it could be something difficult to deal with okay I think but that- it was good for it was good for me to. I'm not saying that people shouldn't. I'm saying the opposite. I mean, for me, that's why I view the work so highly. But it's just it's just something for people to consider about whether it's something they want to entertain or not. They may they may be happy with whatever faith or understanding they have, and that's not my that's not my business. Hmm. But I would listen to it again if I if I knowing now what I know now, I would go straight. I would go go into it again. If that makes sense. It's it quantum of consciences, retro causality, or whatever they whatever they talk about. I knew now, so that's why I did it, or whatever they say. I don't know. <laughs> Back to the future. Yeah. So is that is that it? Are we done? I think I don't know. Yeah, I think I think that I think we I think we did a good job. I will uh, attempt to go through and what I'm going to do. I think I'm, I will probably insert some of his uh, oh, yeah. his narrative into this anyway. I think that would um, be good. I think it will. I think it will that would work really well. I think it will come out well. Yeah, so we'll see where we go. But uh, okay, we'll say goodbye on the uh, on the call. And, goodbye. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> and thanks for joining me again, mate. Thank you for having me. I mean, if if you don't want to have that caveat in the, at the end, I don't. It doesn't bother me. I just I don't know. It came into my head as I was talking. I don't know. I just so, I don't know. I was just thinking. You know, you, you get someone. No, you're, who... you're right. There are people out there who will just you know. It's this negative victim mentality shit again that yeah. that keeps coming up and it and. Oh, we should almost have mentioned that because that's almost the thing that people will say about him as his victim <sighs> mentality. Whereas I view it, victim mentality is not facing up to the reality of the situation you're in. Well, that that was one of the things that came straight to mind. You know, when you when you threw it to me. We mentioned at the beginning about face, like seeing the reality of the situation we're in. And I think the only, if you want to get out of the situation, the only way is to see the reality of the situation you're in. Definitely. And I'm actually, because that's what I was doing yesterday, when before, day before, before I did Al's video. I'm trying to make a video on it. And I'm only, I'm ignoring it because, again, certain people will think it's directed at them. And it's really not. It's just, that's just part of what I've, I've observed. I've observed a lot. But I do want to make my points at some time about, victim mentality and about realizing that you've been victimized is different from seeing yourself as a perpetual victim and that a true victim mentality is refusing to face up to the situation which is like what mothers do of of abused children they refuse to admit what's going on yeah and facing up to the reality of the situation is the only way you can get out of it and it links to my ideas of not coming back because once you realise it, you fucking you're done with those narcissistic, abusive people, and you cut them off. It's funny, isn't it? It's why I always put ah. Right, I think it's time for another coffee and a fag. To be honest, so yeah, I, I'm gonna, I need to go down to the shop and get my lunch. Oh, take your mask. <laughs> oh, I don't have to. Yeah, I got about a week before they're bloody debasing it. I haven't checked my email today. I got a few responses back from politicians yesterday. Oh, that interesting. Perception, deception. <laughs>
Henry wears a wanker's hat. He pops up on the BBC to sell the COVID vax. And everybody laughs at him when he says, get your shot. He thought that he was clever till we told him to piss off. Oh, fancy is a wanker, he wears a wanker's hat. He hangs around with Bill Gates now to sell the COVID vax. And everybody laughs when he says, you must wear a mask. If he's really a doctor, then he should be brought to task. Oh, Bojo wears a wanker, he wears a wanker's hat. He gets up in ten down and straight to sell the COVID vax. And everybody laughs at him when he says, shut pubs down. Cause we just throw a party now in every single town. From the hoops to sell the COVID vax And everybody laughs at him And it's just trying to dance And when we ask him questions He pisses his underpants Oh, Hancock is a wanker He wears a wanker's hat He kisses all their asses Now to sell the COVID vax And everybody laughs when he said Bring the army in Cos this is one war we the people Definitely will win They're all a bunch of wankers They all wear wanker's hats They're all puppets TV now to sell the COVID vax So everybody laugh when they say what we all must do Just turn around and say to them Piss off, it's just a flu Perception, deception I have been every voice you have ever heard inside your head. 